Greetings from Longtime No See, the podcast. Every week, we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! What would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on? A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my God, Jack almost fell off his chair. Be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. There's a dog by me, just so you know. (laughs) Consequence Podcast Network. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. And welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with It's the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org Consequence and the Consequence Podcast Network Thanks as always for making your way here and, uh, and checking out the series uh, I do hope you hit the subscribe button while you're hanging around uh, Because I put out three new interviews every single week So it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists And discover some new ones uh, And you can do so at all the usual spots Like iTunes and Apple Podcasts At Spotify, Podchaser, NPR, WFBK.org Or YouTube for the video versions Anywhere, anywhere you get your podcasts from Subscribe to Kyle Meredith with, and that's me, Kyle Meredith, today talking with Leanne Rhymes. She's got a new record called God. Uh, we're going to talk about how it follows and was influenced by her 2020 uh, chant record, uh, sonically digging into world and ancient rhythms. Um, let's see, Leanne's going to tell us about, uh, well, the many guests that help out. That includes uh, Ziggy Marley, Sheila E., uh, ben Harper, Stefan Lassard from the Dave Matthews Band. I'll ask about what the word God represents within this work, and she'll talk about the fractured existence uh, that women face. Uh, Leanne's also going to recount how she's been texting in Rage Against the Machine lyrics with her bandmates and crew. Uh, we'll tie her past to her present with a recent 25th anniversary, and we'll hear about her friendship with the late Taylor Hawkins. All that and more, we're talking about the album God, it's Kyle Meredith with Leanne Rhymes. Hi, thank you for having me. This album, uh, it's it's like it's like a it's like an adventure, uh, I guess. Is it it is an adventure. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that description. I, it is true. I feel like every song kind of can live on its own and is its own experience, but as a whole, like it all seems to work together. So. 
um, yeah, I love I love this record. I'm really proud of it. So so let, let's talk about that direction, because you have a direction. There is sort of a sound that goes through it. I mean, you almost have this at times uh, like a cosmic uh, ethereal vibe throughout it. Like what what puts you going in, in this way? Oh, many things, <laughs> many layers. There's, there's not like one moment. I have to say, I recorded a chant record uh, in 2020, of course, in the middle of everything and just trying to uplift people and, you know, bring our minds back into some kind of equanimity. And um, I think that influenced the sound of this record. Um, we wrote two songs in early 2019. We wrote God's Work and Throw My Arms Around the, the World. And we went in and recorded those. And then I thought, I'll have time. I'm on tour. I'll finish writing the record later. And so we started back at the beginning of, of 2020 and life happened and life, everything we were going through collectively, I think influenced, you know, what I was writing about. And there are so many different emotions that we kind of not kind of, but really dig into on this album. Um, things that are uncomfortable, things that I, feelings I feel like we were all sitting with and hadn't sat with or hadn't had the time um, and were made to sit with. And so I think I just was inspired by our collective experience. And sound-wise, sonically, I really wanted to dig into like different world grooves on the record. I, I love music and I love rhythm. And there's something really ancient about rhythm. And with a title like God's Work, it's like, okay, how how ancient can we go? How primal can we get? And so, yeah, there's this kind of real primalness to the record, and also, like you said, very ethereal, just depending on the the subject subject matter. So, um, it was really fun to create. It's it is an interesting, um, almost a contradiction. It's not at all, but it, more of a marriage. The, the, the primal, like the earth and the space, uh, you know, if we want to break it down to, to elements right there and how you get into it. Of course, you got some players that, you know, I saw, I, when I, when I saw Stefan, his yeah. name on here, Stefan Lassard from, uh, from Dave Matthews band, anyone doesn't know, like he has a mood. He knows how to, when you're looking for those rhythms, like, yes. Have you known him for a while? I'm like, how did, how did I he get in here? <laughs> so I have such incredible collaborators in this record and, I so happened, he was the first person I ever asked to, to come and play on this album. And then I was like, well, if he'll, he'll say yes, then who else will say yes? And so there's such a, like a, a really collaborative, like almost community kind of feel to this record, which I love. And I saw Dave Matthews at um, the Hollywood Bowl. I think it was in, it was, I guess it was 2018. And I might have had a few drinks by the end of the show. And I don't, cause I don't ever walk up to anyone and I'm not like, hey, we can play my record. Um, but he was, I was backstage and I just was so moved by his playing. I would, I love, like I said, I love rhythm. I love a great bass line. And so I, I was like, I'm gonna ask if he would ever come play on my record. Cause you know, Mark Batson, um, who's produced a lot of Dave Matthews stuff. Mark and I worked together. And he co-wrote God's work with me. And I was like, well, maybe through Mark, like it'll just work out. So I asked, and I thought it was going to be one of those Hollywood asks where he was like, sure. And then like never hear from him again. Um, but it wasn't, he came in to the studio, played on the first two tracks. And then we asked him to continue with the rest of the record. And so we would, my 
co-collaborator Daryl Brown and I would like record piano vocals and then send them off to like drums and bass and whatever else we were putting on the record because everybody couldn't be together. So it was a really strange way of making an album, but it worked. So, you know, I, I'm really grateful that everyone was at home and had time on their hands and said, yes, like, you know, and, and some of these, you know, some of my collaborators like Ziggy Marley, Sheila E, like I haven't actually met them. Oh, wow. <laughs> one of those but, situations. Yeah, it is one of those situations, but I'm so grateful that, you know, it's just a, it's an eclectic group of people. I think we're all a very similar heart and mind. We're all putting very similar messages out into the world. And as I was writing the record and had these kind of different, different avenues I was going down, especially with the song, like the only, which is very reggae. I'm like, okay, who can I get to solidify this sound? And he was like, absolutely. So, you know, it was one of those things where it almost felt like casting a film with every song. And yeah, it was, it was just cool to, to be able to have such an eclectic group of people on this record. And then and a lot of those names you mentioned, Ziggy and Ben Harper uh, also on that track. I mean, they, they come with their own positivity, you know, like, I, I wonder if you're Ziggy, like, man, nobody ever calls me for a murder ballad. I don't know if you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're so just wanting people to think of you outside the box. Um, yeah, no, uh, it's, it's very true. They all had, like I said, we all have a very similar heart and mind. And I think um, I met actually I met Ben in my dentist's office. <laughs> so random and I'm like I'm sitting there like looking at him out of the corner of my eye I'm like that's been Harper isn't it and so we ended up talking and of course I, I knew you know the songs that were coming down the line and I'm like oh I would love for him to play and vibe on the song so um let us see I met you know let us see many years ago and just love her voice and wanted to bring another flavor to the record and um yeah Mickey Guyton's on the album like there's yeah there's a lot of cool people I like I said I'm just happy people said yes and had the time and it was kind of like the perfect storm well it, you know getting back to the context the content as well I mean it, it is it is important stuff that you're talking about I mean we get that first song uh with spaceship and mm -hmm. which I wrote down which gave me really strong Bowie vibes which yes thing you know you it's caught it. <laughs> <laughs> and not just the spaceship but the piano the 70s piano in there and just the way it lifts it's got a sort of a five years kind of thing going on but you get to that first line the first line that we hear no I never felt like I belong here like that's a heavy line to start a record with yeah and that's exactly the way I wanted to start it <laughs> I'm like you I, I felt like that song just kind of I don't know there's there's a lot of hopelessness in that song and hope all at the same time and I felt like as a collective we were all experiencing that at some point and feeling like we don't belong not knowing what to do with our lives in the midst of chaos and um I think belonging for me I've I haven't felt like I've belonged um most of my life it's always you know I was always kind of outside of your typical box, you know, I, even being in this business so young, everybody was so much older than me. Um, I didn't really, when I was in school, I didn't feel like I belonged there because I was working, you know, it was like, I just kind of always felt out of place. And I'm sure sometimes I don't even, haven't even felt like I've belonged to myself because I've belonged so much to the world for so long. So it, it really was coming from this, um, this desire and yearning 
to belong and feeling like I don't. And I know that so many people can relate to that emotion. And um, yeah, I like to make people cry right out the gate. Like <laughs> it's just my way. Um, but it, there's, there's some, I think we really touch upon, like I said, the longing, the grief of that song. And there's also, there's also a lot of anger in that song. And I think like when we look at the scale of emotions, like, you know, I've, I've battled depression and anxiety most of my life. And um, when you're in that depressed state, like anger can move you out of it. And so for me, there's so much hope in the actual anger of that song, because it feels like there's some forward movement and there's, it is kind of a plea with God, you know, or creation. And it's like, please tell me why the hell I'm here. And if, you know, if it's not purposeful, like just take me home. Like we know we're going there eventually. Just get me out of here. So. Yeah, that's a hell of a, it's, it's almost surprising to hear the optimism going into the only ones or the only uh, <laughs> right after that, because you're like, it is, you know, it, you know, you almost, it, it sounds like a plea coming on spaceship, but then turn around and going, you know what, if we all, we all join hands, we're going to be, yeah. you know, it's like, we're that's all going to be in it. Let's do it together. <laughs> um, yeah. I like to think about when we put the record together, it was almost like, um, milk and meat you know like you you have this like really meaty like topic and then there's like something to wash it down with so we kind of go back and forth on that I love just talking about them comparing my album to milk and meat but that's pretty much what what that was the conversation <laughs> and we'll be right back right after this shout out to uh, Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples uh, I, I live in Kentucky in the Midwest, and allergies, yeah, I suffer. When I say I suffer from allergies, I suffer from allergies. And around here, everyone I know deals with allergies to some degree. And for a long time, I thought it was just something that I would have to live with, which is a real problem um, for anything, but especially when you're a radio host. It affects my voice, it affects my mood, it affects everything. And I feel like I've tried every, I've tried all the medicines, some of them, work better than others, but there's there's never a perfect one out there, especially because some of them take forever to actually work and some of them don't work at all. And then there's Astapro, the fastest solution to nasal allergy symptoms. It's what I use now and it's definitely changed my life. Astapro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It's the fastest 24 hour over the counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Uh, Astapro is the first and only 24 hour steroid free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose and sneezing. With all the pollen in the air, with all the dust around the, the corners of the house, uh, even with uh, the allergies I have from my dog, Astapro has been the nasal spray that has helped me with all of my allergies. And it can help you to get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. 
The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hi, this is James Mercer from The Shins. This is Shirley Manson. This is Lo Tolst, co-founder of The Cure. This is Huey Lewis giving you the story behind the song. The story behind the song is back with an exciting second season. We peel back the layers on music's most iconic hits with legendary artists like The Killers, Heart, The B-52s, Violent Femmes, Jewel, Huey Lewis, Modern English, and more. Keep the music flowing. We'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song wherever you get your podcast. You're listening to Kyle Meredith with Leanne Rhymes. I'm sure this is a big part of the conversation, but but what is what what does God represent in this album? Uh, sort of as you've presented. Yeah, um, I think you know God. It's interesting because I I've really kind of shied away from using that word because I know it can mean many different things to many people, which I, which I love um, now. Um, I've, it was kind of a reclamation of that word for myself. Um, I was raised Southern Baptist and it was kind of like, I ran as far away from it as I could for so long. And then these last 10 years, I've been on my own spiritual journey and it was a reclamation of that word of sorts. But I, I I think you can also insert love. Um, it's the love's work. It's creation's work. Um, for me, it really is about, uh, I guess this album kind of poses the question, you know, are we, how are we allowing creation to work through us to create a better world? And are we, how are we embodying these teachings that, you know, are through no matter what kind of religion, I guess you've, you've followed, um, the teachings are all very similar. And so like, you know, how are we, how are we bringing more love and compassion and empathy and connection into this world through us? Um, so yeah, it's, it really is about creation and looking at the way that we live such a dualistic life, um, the light and the dark of things, the, the light and the shadow. And um, what I like to call, I have a podcast called Holy Human. And so that very much um, played into this record. So, you know, looking at all of our humanity and all of our holiness and um, also asking for people to, to kind of step out of that duality a little bit um, and recognize that we, we have so many complexities to this experience and there, there is so much nuance. And I think we're starting to come into this, you know, consciousness where it's not as black and white. And we're seeing that there are, there are many nuances to this life. And, you know, how can we, like I said, how can we allow, um, allow love to pour through us more for a better, a better existence? Yeah, I know it, it ends up being, you know, a different subject matter in a way, but, but when you get to the wild and there's that word again, holy, I mean, the wild Mm -hmm. keeps her holy. Is, Is there a direct line from what you're saying through what you're getting at when we get to that track? Yeah, um, I love the, I love that song. I find myself listening to that song more than anything on the record. Um, I think it's very healing for any woman. Um, you know, to to for me, I, I was at a moment where I was I was actually reading a book called um, the um, Mary Magdalene Revealed, 
And, you know, there's this line of you can't claim the lover without claiming the whore. And it was so powerful because I recognized, you know, to live in this world and the society as a woman, how fractured we have become. And, you know, only what is acceptable and polite has been, you know, at the forefront of our existence. And there's all of these uh, layers to who we are that in order for us to feel whole, like we have to be able to express these pieces of us. And so um, I think the wild is, is that the totality of who we are um, and allowing, you know, for that to be expressed. Um, there's so much rage in that song um, and it feels so good. <laughs> it feels so good to sing it. Um, like I said, I think it's incredibly healing and it's the holiness of, of who we are as women, as who we are as human beings is being able to allow all of us to exist instead of having to feel like we're, you know, cutting off pieces just to, to fit into a box and in the society. So yeah, it's pretty, pretty straightforward. <laughs> My favorite songs, you know, you'd, you'd call them onion skinned. I mean, they're just, there's so many layers in, in what you're talking about here in, in these songs. There are just so many layers to pull back into. It makes it so much fun because Everything you're saying, and and somehow you still made a catchy track out of it, and that's no easy feat. <laughs> yeah, no, it's interesting. That song was really fascinating because usually, as a writer, we'll you know we'll write the song, get it pretty solid, and then we will maybe go back and like revise it once. And that song was written rewritten five times, and I didn't actually, I didn't know the hook of it, like which is this kind of battle cry yodel thing I don't even know how to describe it but I was in the studio and I'm like okay we're just going to record this and I'm going to get to this part and I'm going to let something come out and I don't know what it is and so it ended up being this like really cool sound that ended up being the hook of the song and I'm like okay the song is done now it's written so there was a true lesson in just trust because I almost gave up on that song because there were great pieces but there wasn't the glue and um it was a full, full surrender of like, okay, I'm going to just step out of my own way and like, see what comes through. And yeah, it was really fun. I mean, let talk about letting something channel through you. That's yes, absolutely. absolutely. That yeah. It's, it's such a cool, it's so unique too. Thanks. It's uh, what, what you're doing in that. Uh, you, you mentioned the word rage too. And I had that written down because you have a song like throw my arms around the world. And then I find the tweet that you're saying and texting my bandmates rage against the machine lyrics. And I'm like, <laughs> We are all complicated yes. people. We all have. Yes. yes. Um, they, my, my crew has decided to only text me Rage Against the Machine lyrics, which I, I know Rage Against the Machine, but I have not known the lyrics. And I find myself Googling their lyrics so I can text back. And somehow their lyrics, they have lyrics that seem to work for every situation. I have to say. It's <laughs> interesting right there. Rage is the uh, the common denominator for, it is, for yes. life on this planet. <laughs> but, <laughs> Um, uh, of course, I got to bring up, uh, you know, it's a 25th anniversary. So you have this amazing new record. You have God's work out there. And then there's that thing with any artist who's been around a second. It's like, cool, I have my new thing. And it's the 25th anniversary. Yeah. Is there that moment for the present to speak to the past when you have an album like this? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's been a really interesting place to be where I'm celebrating. It's now 26 years um, in this past July. So celebrating the past and what feels like for me um, a real defining moment of like a future, present and future. So it's so interesting. We celebrated, 
think we celebrated the release, the 26 year release of Blue. And then like the next day we released or a couple days later released The Wild. And I was like, whoa, like the, the evolution of me as an artist is really represented in those, that string of time and with those two songs. And I, but though I feel like when I play things live, like I, I'm in my soul and I, I am the through line of everything. And I think um, the feeling that I put into my music, I think that it all works somehow. <laughs> it just all does. Um, so yeah, there is a, you know, sometimes I, I think I've gotten through the point of annoyed by my past, you know, like we all feel, and especially for me, you know, being this business for so long, people and, and starting so young, people have this kind of timestamp of who they remember you as, whether it be blue or coyote ugly or how do I live or, you know, it's, so it's, um, there's definitely a timestamp with me. And so I think there was a bit of an annoyance there for a while. And I think now I'm over that hump and at that place where I can truly appreciate it and know that, you know, there's a very strong um, presence of the of the present and the future. So, yeah, I believe at this point you've proven yourself many, many times to be <laughs> yeah. a, a, <laughs> to be an yeah, artist of the, the present. That's the great thing is I do feel like I'm kind of at a point where there's a lot of freedom in what I do, and I there's not this need to prove. Um, it's a real need to express and to you know really give myself the freedom of of true creativity and which feels wonderful because I think there's been many years where, you know, I would record a song because I knew it was going to be a hit. I mean, there's songs I don't even do anymore um, because I didn't do it out of my own sense of, you know, creation and freedom. So um, I'm to that place now where it's like, okay, what wants to move through me? And sometimes I don't even know why I'm writing something like something like the wild comes along and you're like, well, okay, why, why am I going here? And then, you know, I, I listen to this record now or even perform it. And I, I hear different lines that I've written because I've now started to really live out what I've written. Um, and so it hits me differently. And I'm, I learned from this album. Like, I feel like it was a true lesson. Like these songs were something I needed to hear. And I feel like if it's moving me, then I feel like it, it'll, it'll resonate because I'm, I feel like I'm tapping into something we all need to hear. It's resonating. Thanks. It's absolutely resonating. <laughs> um, I want to quickly ask, uh, I know we're hitting the clock here, but uh, you're, uh, you're part of the Taylor Hawkins tribute show. Yes. Uh, I you know, th there's no big question here. We're all fans. Uh, you know, I mean, the foos are in the DNA of all of us. I've, I, I yes. was lucky enough to have Taylor early, early on in my interviewing days. And he, you know, such an incredible guy to talk with. What's you, what was your friendship there? And, and, and maybe what can we expect from the show coming up? Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just no, <laughs> I don't know yet. I know they're especially reaching out to me to figure it out, but um, he was he was my neighbor and I literally saw him every day riding his bike or walking with his wife. And we were both from Mississippi. And so we bonded on that and our kids went to the same school. And, you know, he was, he was one of those guys that he, he, called me one day and he was like, I'm doing this duet record and I would love for you to come sing on it. Just come down the street and we'll record something. And um, I love that he had this song called I'll See You in Hell, which, <laughs> which we did as a duet. And he was honestly like the kindest man. 
he he was so unassuming and just oh, yeah I'm I really miss him like it'll get me going I don't know how I'm gonna make it through whatever I do at the show but um I think we're all in the same boat with our love for him and his family and yeah I just really I miss him he was a true light in this world absolutely no, that's really well said. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. What, what anybody does at that show. I mean, it's, you know, it'll be fun. Yeah. It'll be fun and heavy and, and, heavy, and great. All yeah, right. Yeah. All of it. So um, not to end on that exact note. Uh, again, let me compliment you on uh, on God's work. This is such okay. a powerful record. And, uh, and I can't thank you enough for taking the time to talk about it today. Yeah, thank you so much. Good to see you. My thanks to Leanne Rhymes. Again, the new record is called God. Thanks to you as well for uh, for checking out the episode. Uh, again, please hit that subscribe button while you're hanging around. You'll get new interviews every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at iTunes and Apple Podcasts, at Spotify, Podchaser, NPR, WFPK.org, or YouTube for the video versions anywhere you get your podcast from. Subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. Then after that, head over to WFPK.org, where I do a show Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern, an hour full of song premieres, music news, anniversary spins, bonus interviews. That's Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern at wfpk.org. Consequence has your music and film news. You can also find me on the social media spots, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all three of them, at Kyle Meredith. That's the address, at Kyle Meredith. Do hope you like and follow along. That does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. I'm sure we'll talk again soon. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media.